Welcome to the Unapologetic Man Podcast. The only podcast that's all about self-improvement, confidence, success, women, and being a man without making any apologies for it. What is up, gentlemen? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the UMP. I really do appreciate it. And I understand, brother, that you want as many techniques and gambits and tricks as possible to get girls attracted to you. I remember when I was first learning how to do this stuff, I too was just researching everywhere for anything to just get a girl attracted to me. And unfortunately, most dating coaches just kind of leave it vague, don't they? They don't give you a lot of really good techniques. They don't give you specific gambits to use. I mean, there's some, but to me, I always felt let down. It was more like 10,000 foot perspective, like be confident, be attractive, talk about something that gets her into her emotions. And I would always be like, how, how can I do that? Tell me what to say. Tell me when to do it. Tell me what the fuck to do. I want to know the H-O-W. And that's what I really try to deliver to you guys. And I got an awesome one for you. I want to give a shout out to my boy, Todd, who introduced this to me. It's called Strawberry Fields, and this is a very specific psychological gambit that chicks absolutely love. It goes in line with the cube that I've taught you guys. It goes in line with messages and water, which I'm not sure I've taught you guys yet. Maybe I have. The pig, as well as a myriad of other gambits, tricks, psychological games, and techniques that we use to get girls instantly attracted to us, and this is one of those. Before I jump into the content, gentlemen, I want to talk about your mental health. I've been getting a lot of emails lately from guys who are absolutely beside themselves with depression, guys who are not happy with their lives, guys who are really struggling. And I understand, man, life is fucking hard. Life is extremely hard. So I just want to give you a little tip today that I just used myself this weekend. Marissa, my woman, and my daughter, Lucia, were traveling this weekend. So I did what is one of my favorite things in the world to do, and that was I went camping. Now, here's what I'm going to do. At five minutes in, I'm going to stop talking about this. So if you just want to skip to Strawberry Fields, I guarantee you I'm going to start it at five minutes. But give me three minutes. Please, please, please give me three minutes to just talk to you a little bit about this. I have such an awesome tip to give you. Okay, if you get out into the forest, if you do a little bit of camping, it is so unbelievably healing, especially when you have any kind of emotional distress or any kind of mental health issue. I don't know exactly why. Maybe it's the vibration of the forest. Maybe it's just getting away from your problems, but just getting out there and camping is so unbelievably healing. I just got back from my absolute favorite place in the world. It's called Red Feather, Colorado. I have a wiki up, which is basically like a teepee that I built deep in the national forest, away from everybody else. No one has ever discovered it, and it's been there for about six years now. So what I want to recommend to you is this, okay? I want you to go look for a national forest in your area. There's so many different Koa campgrounds that are just pieces of crap where you pull up your car, set up a tent, there's a fire ring there, there's electricity. Bullshit, dude. Bullshit. Get away from that crap. Theodore Roosevelt, my boy Theodore Roosevelt, set up for you, if you live in the United States, national forests. National forests are public lands. And I'm going to tell you something. There are millions of acres of untouched forest out there that nobody goes into. I have been going to my wiki up in Red Feather Lakes, Colorado. That's in the Roosevelt National Forest for six years. I have never seen one fucking footprint out there. And it's absolutely gorgeous fucking forest untouched. Nobody goes back there. Everybody sticks to the trailheads, the trails, designated campgrounds. And if anything, 
They'll go car camping in a national forest and just set up right next to their car. So honestly, brother, if you want to improve your mental health this summer, I cannot suggest it enough. And here's what I suggest you do. Go on the internet and say national forest and then put your state, Illinois, California, New York, wherever you are. I guarantee you there's tons of land available to you. Then what you want to do is look at topo maps. Topo is topography. It shows the different elevations and find a place that has like mellow rolling hills. There's some rivers out there. Find a place that's about a mile from where you can park your car off the side of the road and fucking go in there with a backpack, a tent, a sleeping bag, and go camping. You can set up a fire ring. Most fires are legal in national forests. Of course, you have to check that, but it's your land. It was put aside for you to use and nobody uses it. I saw a bear this weekend. I saw two coyotes. I saw a fox and I saw a couple elk. It was so fucking awesome and nobody does it. So if you're having problems with your mental health, I cannot suggest it enough. You can even go rent shit at REI or some kind of backpacking place if you have to. All right, I've hit five minutes. I promise you I'd stop here, but brother, I care about you and I know a lot of you guys are hurting. So please take my advice. Go on a fucking adventure, brother. Adventure is flowing through your veins. It makes you tick. And I'm telling you, it's going to make you feel a million times better as I do because I literally just got back an hour ago. All right, gentlemen, Strawberry Field. So what is this? This is basically a psychological game that you play with a girl and you have her imagine certain things and then you analyze her personality based on it. I cannot express to you how powerful this is. Chicks absolutely love this shit. First of all, this works into the premise of with them. What's in it for me? Everybody's favorite topic is themselves. So if you can show her hidden dimensions about herself in a fun and interesting way, while at the same time kind of teasing her and having a good time with it, this is going to give you instant attraction. Now, one of the biggest questions I get from my clients is, dude, how do I transition into things like this? One minute we're talking about how she's on a soccer team and the next minute I'm supposed to do the Strawberry Fields Gambit? Yes, your job as the man is to lead the conversation. There aren't always perfect conversational segues to get you into these gambits. So this is what you do, okay? You're talking to the girl, let the thread about her soccer game and how she had the winning goal run its course, and then simply say this. Say, hey, listen, have you ever heard of this thing called Strawberry Fields? And she's probably gonna say, no, like, what do you mean, the song? You'd be like, no, no, it's a psychological gambit. Have you ever heard of it? And she'll say, no, I've never heard of it. And you say, my friend Jessica told me about this. She's a major in psychology and she loves this kind of stuff. In fact, she's taught me a lot of these different kinds of things and it's really interesting to analyze your personality. It takes like two minutes. You wanna try it? So that's how you do it. And you can do this in the first conversation. You could do this on the first date. You could do this when you run out of anything to talk about. So let's say you guys are talking and you run into that shitty moment where you guys simply run out of things to say. How many times have you been talking to a girl and you simply have nothing more to say and you're scraping your brain? You're like, ah, oh, what should I say next? What was that thing that Mark Singh talked about? And then suddenly she's like, well, it was great talking to you and she walks away. It's probably happened to you dozens of times, if not hundreds of times, and it's super fucking frustrating. So what I also suggest, and I really want you guys to take notes on this because this has helped my clients so much when it comes to going on the first date, talking to girls out at bars and nightclubs, or even doing day game, is to write down on a piece of paper all the things that you want to talk about and then have that piece of paper in your back pocket so that if you run out of things to talk about, say on a first date, you can excuse yourself to the bathroom, 
open up the piece of paper and read it. Of course, you could also put it in the notes section on your phone, but I like to have that tangible piece of paper. And a couple of times throughout my career of being a pickup artist, I've actually taken the piece of paper out at the dinner table, opened it and kind of like looked at it. And I said, okay. And then I folded it back up and put it in my pocket. And then I started talking about what it was that was on the paper. And she cracked up because she's like, you actually wrote down things to talk about. And I'd be like, yeah, I want to come prepared. Where's your piece of paper with things to talk about? I cannot believe you don't have that paper. So again, guys, you don't have to have some magical segue into this. Just bring it up. Have you ever heard of this thing called Strawberry Fields? My friend Jessica shared it with me. She's a psychology major. She told this to me. It was super interesting. You want to try it. That's how you segue into it. So once again, this is a psychological test where we're having her visualize certain things. And in this instance, it's going to be strawberry fields. So the first thing you tell her is, okay, I want you to imagine a giant field full of strawberries, a strawberry field. And she says, okay, I see it. Then you say, now I want you to imagine a fence. How high is the fence around the field? So she tells you how high it is. And I want you guys to pay really close attention to the height of the fence, because that's going to tell you certain things about her personality. I'm going to go through all the steps that you tell her, and then I'm going to tell you how to analyze her personality, and I'm going to tell you what it really means with certain answers that she has. Okay, so the first thing is, imagine a strawberry field. Second thing is, imagine a fence around that field. And the third thing is, how many strawberries would you pick and eat? Okay, so you simply ask that. You say, so if you got into that field, Okay, how many strawberries would you pick and eat? Now listen very closely to her answer and kind of smile a little bit because you're going to give her a little bit of shit. You're going to tease her and she's going to be like, what? What does that mean? You'd be like, hold on, hold on. And then you're going to ask her the final question, the fourth and final question, which is what about the farmer? Okay, what about the farmer? What if he walked up and caught you? What would you say to him? Okay, so those are the four things. You imagine a strawberry field. Second thing is you imagine a fence. Third thing is, how many strawberries would you pick and eat? And then the fourth thing is, the farmer comes over, what would you say to him when he caught you? All right, so the first part of analyzing her personality has to do with the fence. So she imagines a fence and how high it is points to her ambitions. All right, so the higher the fence, the higher her ambitions, that's at least what you tell her. But the truth is, the higher the fence, the harder it's going to be to hook up with her. So this points to her inhibitions or it points to her willingness to have sex. So if she has like a six inch fence, that means that she's more willing to go to bed sooner with a guy than she would be if she had like a four foot high fence. Because if you think about it from an archetypal perspective, and I'm an NLP coach, NLP is all about archetypes. What is a fence? It keeps people out. The higher the fence, the more you want people to stay out. Isn't that true? The lower the fence, the lower your inhibitions are, and the more you're willing to let people in. Now, I'm not saying that having a short fence means that she's a slut. I'm just saying that she's more easygoing, lets people in, maybe wears her heart on her sleeve, and thus would probably have sex with you a lot quicker than if she had a super high fence. So for those of you who still like to go out and try to have one night stands, I used to do it myself. I don't do it anymore because honestly, and I always cut it to you straight, it was wholly unfulfilling which is why I stopped doing it once I moved to Colorado. I mean, I did it a few times, you know, opportunity presents itself and she's really banging. You're going to go for it. So if you're the type to try to get one night stands, Strawberry Fields is a prerequisite to play with a girl to assess whether or not she's likely to sleep with you that night. 
Okay, so really short fence, you have a higher chance. Really high fence, you have a smaller chance of sleeping with her that night. Now, obviously, gentlemen, you're not going to tell her this. Instead, you're going to tell her that the higher her fence is, the more ambitious she is. Now, if she has a six-inch high fence, which is obviously really small, you're going to have to spin it in a certain way where the possibility of her being ambitious is still there, but perhaps she hasn't decided yet. So if she has a really short fence, you can tell her that the fence points to your ambitions. And if you want to bullshit, you can even say the shorter the fence, the more ambitious. You know, I don't like to bullshit through these things, but if you want to, you can. What I would probably say in that instance is you're ambitious, but you haven't found yet exactly what you want to do. So with these gambits, you can always find a way to BS your way through it. I've done it hundreds, maybe even thousands of times where she'll tell me something I didn't expect and I got to like think on my feet and still spin it into a positive reply. Because if you say, dude, you have a six inch fence, you're completely ambitious, you fucking slacker. Why don't you go get a job, try to figure out what your future is and make your mom proud, you fucking idiot. You don't want to do that, obviously, boys. Maybe you could tease her in that way, but I wouldn't even suggest that. Just spin it in a way where she feels good about herself. Remember, we want women into good feelings, positive emotions. Okay, so she imagines Strawberry Field. She imagines her fence. If the fence is short, that means, let's say, she hasn't decided on what she's going for yet. If it's really tall, she's super ambitious. But the real meaning is, or I should say the second meaning, because it does mean both, is that if she has a short fence, she's probably more likely to have sex. If she has a tall fence, she may be a little more prudish. All right, the next thing is how many strawberries would she pick and eat, okay? This pertains to her sex drive, which is why when she tells me, oh, I'd eat the whole fucking field, I always giggle a little bit and she says like, what? And I say, I'll tell you in a minute, I'll tell you in a minute, because this pertains to her sex drive. And I'll tell you what, boys, this is pretty damn consistent. It works pretty well and it reads women really well. That's why I love these psychological tests. That's why I love NLP, because we think in archetypes. Think about a strawberry. It's oftentimes related to sex, isn't it? Think about the way it looks. It kind of looks like the head of a penis. Is that not true? So she eats tons of them. It pertains to her sex drive. How many dicks does she want to take in? And you too, bro. Like if I asked you to go into a strawberry field and I did this with you, if you ate the whole field, that means you're a fucking horn dog and you want to fuck everything with the vagina on it. You're so horny, you'd fuck a snake if you could hold it straight. You know what? That's okay. I've been that guy before but it does read your sex drive. Generally speaking, 20 plus strawberries means she has a high sex drive and you of course wanna give her shit for this and you could even ask her if it's true, which oftentimes will go into sexual talk, which is what we want. Many times guys ask me like, how do I begin talking sexual with a girl? Here is an awesome fucking gambit to do it. Strawberry fields. When you get to how many strawberries would she eat, you can even make it up. Like she says five, you could be like, oh my God, most people would just eat one. You eat five, you are one horny little woman, right? And give her shit and then be like, so is it true? And now you guys are talking about sex, super powerful. Then the last question is, what about the farmer? Now this points to her viewpoint of authority, which also clues in how much she's willing to take risks, how much she's willing to say, go sleep with you on the first night. Because authority is often represented in don't be a slut, don't go sleep with dudes. If she wants to say fuck you to authority, then she would oftentimes do something like sleep with somebody on the first night. So she has a really short fence, she eats the entire field, and she says to the farmer when the farmer comes up, sorry, I was really hungry, anyway, I'll be leaving now. 
rather than, oh my God, I apologize. I just couldn't help myself. Your strawberries look so delicious. And look at what she said there. Your strawberries look so delicious, which again, you could spin into, oh, strawberries look delicious, huh? Damn, you got a high sex drive, right? Kind of tease her for that. If she acquiesces to that authority, meaning she says, I'm so sorry to the farmer. Let me give you some money. That means that she respects authority and she's probably going to be less promiscuous than a girl who doesn't respect authority. Now, this also points to, is she going to respect your quote unquote authority? Because as I always tell you guys, you have to lead the interaction, lead the woman. If she's like, fuck authority, then that might be a problem. And that's something you want to look for. So while this is a fun psychological game for her, it's also a cue in into her personality and what kind of girl she would be with you. Do you guys remember my gambit, the five finger death punch, where you analyze her personality based on where she wears her rings? A woman who wears her ring on her middle finger will also oftentimes have problems with authority. It's a big F you, right? The middle finger is an F you. So let's say this girl is wearing a ring on her middle finger, tells the farmer to fuck off. It was her strawberries anyway. She has a six inch high fence and she eats the goddamn entire field. You could probably have sex with that girl that night if that's what you choose to do. Now, whether or not you want to keep a girl like that who, and I want to enunciate this, is probably just in a phase and she'll come out of it soon enough or she won't. It's up to her. And of course, we're not judging her about it. If you want to get involved with a girl like that who's in that phase, hey man, there's probably a lot of drama to come. So when I do these gambits on girls, I'm also looking for cue-ins into what kind of girl she'll be. So let's go over it again, boys, so you can write this down. Okay, Strawberry Fields is... Number one, imagine a big field of strawberries, beautiful strawberries, the sun is out, the sky is clear, huge strawberry field. Okay, imagine a fence. How tall is the fence? Number three, how many strawberries would you pick and eat? And number four, what would you say to the farmer when he comes up and confronts you? Based on this, you're gonna analyze her personality in the following way. The fence to her represents how ambitious she is. Most girls will say the fence is probably like three feet high where you could be like, oh, you're so ambitious. But what you're also getting out of this is how prudish she is or how willing she is to have sex on the first night. The next one is how many strawberries would you eat? This points to her sex drive. She has more than 20 strawberries. She's got a high sex drive. 10 strawberries is roughly an average sex drive. And then five or less, I would say, is a low sex drive. That also tells you a lot about her. And then finally, what about the farmer? That points to her view of authority and how she would deal with it. And it tells you a lot about the kind of girl she is. Now, what if she says that I'd tell that farmer to fuck off? Would you reward that or punish that? You'd probably want to reward it because you want to make her feel good during this process. So always, boys, when it comes to these things, while you're learning things about her that might be negative, you don't want to like point out that's negative. You want to instead spin it into a positive so she feels good about herself and then she feels good about you. Finally, what I always tell her is that I too went through this strawberry fields test. What do you think I tell her? I tell her my freaking fence was nine miles high because I'm super ambitious, right? My fence was so huge. And then I may talk about some of the things I'm working on with her. I say that I would eat the entire goddamn field. I tell her I have a high sex drive. And if I ever put my phone number into her phone, it's going to say sex machine. And I do that all the time, boys. Whenever a girl takes my number, when I'm taking her number, I always write sex machine and I don't write my name. You should definitely try it. And the next thing is, what about the farmer? What I show her is I talk to him in a very calm way and convince him that letting me into his field was a wise move. 
Okay, so I might say like, hey, sir, you know what? I saw your strawberries. They look absolutely delicious. You're obviously an extremely talented farmer because I ate several of them. Where do you sell these things? I'm going to tell my friends about it, man, because this shit is the shit. Anyway, I'll be leaving now. I do appreciate it. And next time I'll see the sign, man. I won't go in. Thanks again. Right. So I show her that I'm very confident. I know how to talk. I know how to rationalize to people. And this too makes her more attracted. So you guys see strawberry fields. Okay. You had nothing to talk about. You're in a nightclub. The conversation dies. Just be like, so, hey, have you ever heard of this thing called strawberry fields? My friend, Jessica. Now, why do you guys think I say my friend, Jessica? It's of course to communicate that pre-selection. I have girls in my life. Showed me this gambit. How would you like to try it? It takes about two minutes and it's going to tell me everything I need to know about your personality. I'm just messing with you, but it's a super cool psychological test. I have a lot of these because again, my friend Jessica is like really into this stuff. So you got to check it out. What do you think? Yeah, I'm into it. Okay, cool. Imagine a big strawberry field. Now you're off to the races, boys. And you can bring this up just like that. And it is going to add yet another attraction building gambit into your arsenal. Getting girls attracted to you is like having arrows in a quiver. The more arrows you have that have been proven to get girls attracted to you, the more arrows that you shoot into that conversation, arrows that have been proven to get girls attracted to you, such as strawberry fields, the cube, the pig, the five finger death punch, cold reading, push pull, messages in water, and all the other shit that I teach, the more likely it is she's going to get attracted to you. So use this brother. It's only going to increase your chances. And you can use it in the first conversation, the first date, second date, third date, while you're in a relationship, who cares? You could tell this to your wife, for those of you who are married, who you've been married to for 10 years, and she'll still probably feel some attraction for you because you busted this out and women absolutely love it. My final thought, I cannot stress enough for those of you who are kind of down in the dumps or even those of you who just want a little more adventure, Search national forest in your state, go to a topo map, find a cool place that's about a mile from the road and fucking go camping there. No one will have ever gone in there. It's fresh, pristine wildlife. You're probably going to see a bunch of animals because they're like, what the hell is this human doing here? I literally had a bunny rabbit within 10 feet of me. And he's like, what the fuck is this thing? Who is, who is that guy? Is that... Is that a human? I heard about them, but I never see him because nobody goes into the national forest. And I'm out there wondering what it would be like to own land like this. I basically do own the land because nobody goes out there ever. I have never seen a footprint out there, brother. And it is absolutely spectacular. And there's spectacular areas near you. This land is your land. This land is my land. From California to the New York Island, from the Redwood Forest to the Gulf Stream waters, this land was made for you and me. And that's a song by Woody Guthrie, This Land Is Your Land, and it's true, bro. There's millions of acres of national forest that Theodore Roosevelt left for you. Go explore it this summer. Please do me that favor. And you know what? I often don't encourage you guys to email me with random shit, but if you do, take some pictures and send them to me, and I'll send you some pictures of my own, dude, because I have a wiki up, I have an entire camp, I go out there all the time, and it has helped my mental health more than I could possibly explain. Get out there, brothers. The forest awaits you. Thank you so much for listening, gentlemen, and I will see you in the next episode. Ah!